You are listening to the Christian Bookworm Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. I show up here to talk to you about all things bookish and to share fiction, nonfiction, and children's book selections written by and for Christians. I love reading good books, and I love helping you find good books too. Let's dive in. This is episode 50, and I'm so glad you're here. You can find the links to all the books and anything else I talk about today on our show notes page, www.authorskbell.com slash p slash show notes dot html. Episode 50, that just seems so crazy. And what's even crazier to me is that our next episode will be our third annual Christmas episode. Um, The idea that we've been doing the show long enough to have a third annual anything is really kind of mind-blowing a little bit. Um, I started the show, as, as I've shared before, just simply because I couldn't find a good podcast about Christian books, and I've since found some. Multiple times I've wondered if I um, really wanted to keep going. I love to write. Podcasting um, was never like my big dream. And it's just kept going and I can't believe, can't believe that we're here now. So, um, yeah, episode 50, pretty exciting. I wanted to address really fast the audio. I am actually recording this in a podcasting booth and, um, I'm really not super thrilled when I play back the audio on my end. So um, I'm just playing the audio back on my laptop, which just has the regular speakers um, that came, you know, attached to it. I don't have um, earbuds in or anything like that. So hopefully it sounds a lot better on your end, but I feel like it just sounds kind of tinny and echoey. So actually I would love to get feedback from you guys. If you like this sound better let me know if you like it a lot less. Let me know about that too, because either way, um, I can go with that. But anyway, yeah, this is just so crazy to me. Episode 50, very exciting. So before we jump into book recommendations, I wanted to um, tell you actually about a movie. So we, oh, I'd have to look, but a few episodes back, I recommended the um, book the Harbing- Harbingers, and um, there's a documentary. So the book is like a fictionalized account of some actual biblical prophecy. So there's a documentary movie, just documentary style, nonfiction. It was pretty short, but um, I borrowed it from the library. My husband and I watched it together, and um, we both liked it. It's definitely um, not the most like high budget (laughs) documentary we've ever seen or anything, but we were fine with that. If that bothers you, if you're really into like really high quality films, um, I guess go into it knowing it's not going to be perfect, but you know, we felt like it was fine and, um, it was really cool. And my husband got excited about the book. Well, maybe excited isn't the right word, but he got really interested and, Um, now he's planning to read it as well. So I just thought I would share that. Um, if any of you were curious about the idea, but didn't know that you necessarily wanted to, um, 
you know, devote what seven hours, however many hours of your life to reading the book. The documentary um, for us was definitely interesting and worth a watch. Okay, let's not waste any time. Let's just jump right in. For fiction, I am so excited about this book. This was a five-star read for me. This is a historical fiction novel, and I'm not going to call it a time slip, but you are looking at two time periods. So really what we're working with is we have a young woman who, um, she's a journalist. She, during the Great Depression, she's tasked with interviewing former slaves. So we're all, we're working all of it in real time, but our um, former slave is giving kind of flashbacks of her life um, throughout all of her life. She's in her nineties. We have um, the civil war, her childhood. We've got a little bit of everything in here. And um, yeah, again, this was just really a five-star read for me. I was hooked. I was so interested. I found it to be really beautiful. Definitely, there were a few descriptions of um, the life of a slave that were definitely painful to read. Um, I felt like the author did a really good job with them in that they were... Um, it's complicated. How do you... They respected the horror of the situation. They didn't, there wasn't this kind of like, oh, but the people were nice to her afterwards, so it was fine. You know, like you sometimes see, um, let's just sort of wash over things and get back to a positive place. There wasn't that. However, it was done in a way that my sensitive little heart was still able to keep reading and to endure and, and also still be enjoying the book and pleasant feelings um, toward the characters. I was happy for them as things were progressing forward through the book. Um, that's the best I can describe that in this moment. So sorry if that's a little um, disjointed, but um, if, if you're interested in that, if you liked, for example, the book or movie, The Secular um, the Help by Catherine Stockett, if you liked those. Um, this is not exactly the same thing, and we're obviously dealing with a different time period, but um, I actually really liked that book and movie back in the day, and this is, again, it's not that. It's its own unique thing, but elements that I really liked of The Help um, kind of, there were, there was some moments in Under the Tulip Tree where I felt the same sort of feelings, you know, that I felt during that book and movie. So Under the Tulip Tree by Michelle Shockley. This also is a former Christie uh, finalist or winner. Um, hopefully it was a winner because it was wonderful, but excellent. Highly recommend it. Definitely check it out if you're a historical fiction fan. For nonfiction, I have been reading something recently and I almost didn't want to talk about it because it's another Sally Clarkson book. And I'm sure you guys are kind of tired of hearing about her books on this show. Um, she is definitely a favorite of mine. This is her newest new release, Giving Your Words. And it's by Clay and Sally Clarkson. So she's co-written this with her husband. Um, the premise of this book is something that's just really important and powerful to me. It's called Giving Your Words because... It's talking about the fact that you are giving your words to your children 
all day, every day. Um, not just the words you say to them, although those are incredibly important, but the words you say when you're near them. Um, and it's something I've just been thinking about so much while I've been reading it because it's something I always feel anyway. I am a self-proclaimed word girl. I am all about words. And I do think it's really important um, to speak with intentionality. Do I get that right all the time? No, definitely not. Um, far from it. And um, it's something that I care a lot about. And so sometimes I get it very right. And sometimes I don't. And I you know, really have to reflect on it. But it is something that is almost always on my mind. The words I say to my children, the words I say to my husband, the words I say when I'm on the phone or when I'm behind a driver who is not driving so great. Anything I'm saying, my children are hearing these things, they're taking them in, these things are shaping them. Um, such a powerful concept. And I just really like Sally Clarkson's writing and her um, kind of parenting views and, and parenting style a lot. And so for me, this was a really good fit and a really good match. And it's just um, opened up some good discussion in my family. It's definitely caused me to do a lot of thinking and reflecting and idealizing on, is that how you say it? Idealizing <laughs> on what I want um, in our home, in our, um, in our family, in our homeschool, all of it. So uh, I feel like I often talk about parenting books that I say I think will um, still read really well for those of you who are not parents, but maybe are um, grandparents, aunts, uncles, teachers. Um, in the case of this book, of course, it kind of always applies. I mean, anyone can read any book. Um, this one really definitely very much geared specifically toward parents. But again, I still think there's plenty to be gleaned from it, um, even if you're not in a day-to-day -day parenting role with um, whatever children you are thinking about. So again, Giving Your Words by Clay and Sally Clarkson. And I also, um, once again, I recommend basically all of Sally Clarkson's books. I haven't quite read all of them, but I've read most of them. And um, they have made a huge impact on me and in my heart. Okay, I also have a fun children's recommendation. Um, I grew up listening to the Adventures in Odyssey radio show by Focus on the Family and have very fond memories of that. And now my kids are enjoying listening to Adventures in Odyssey, which is just a lot of fun to kind of see it um, pass through. I don't really remember many of the episodes. I don't ever really feel like, oh, I remember this one, but it's still just fun to listen to it with them or to hear them talk about it when they listen. We have a couple of them on um, CD, so they'll go listen to them in the other room and then they'll be talking about it. Well, Adventures in Odyssey has multiple book series, but I recently read Jones and Parker Case Files by Bob Hoos. And this is episodic little, little mysteries. They're not mysteries in the traditional sense. They tend to be, um, 
they're not quite brain teasers. They're somewhere in the middle. They remind me a bit of like Encyclopedia Brown, if you know those books. Um, I don't really love the Encyclopedia Brown books, truthfully, but I really liked this book. So each, you know, case, if you will, is just a couple pages long. And for example, one of them, they said something, you know, somebody um, suspected that a group of kind of troublemaker kids may have stolen this other kid's um, ticket for a ride at the fair. Um, This is a spoiler, so (laughs) FYI. And um, they, you know, I didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But they determined, yes, you did. And the way they do that is because one of the kids said, see, I didn't take your green ticket. But the protagonist never actually said which color ticket it was that had been stolen. So hopefully that gives you a good example of the type of really simple little mysteries. Um, The age range on this, I would say probably, I mean, I would, I would say somewhere between like third and sixth grade, anywhere in that range. Um, For third grade, it's definitely geared more toward like the advanced readers of that third grade age range, but um, it'll work. Uh, My oldest is nine years old and he read it, plowed through it, loved it. And his sister is seven and a half and she read through it and plowed through it and loved it. I think some of them were a little too advanced for her, but most of them worked fine. So this is definitely really fun for any kid who likes mysteries. Both of those kids of mine really enjoy detective books, um, mystery stories in general. So um, it works on that front, but it also just works for any kid who likes puzzles, likes trying to puzzle things out, and for any kid who likes Adventures in Odyssey. So again, that one is called Jones and Parker Case Files by Bob Hoos. That is our show today, Bookworms. Thank you, as always, for being here and for listening. Um, This week, I just wanted to really quick remind you, I know we've got holidays coming up. Everything just gets a little hectic. And so I wanted to remind you and encourage you that um, there is still time to work on the goals you set for yourself at the beginning of this year, that we're in the home stretch. Maybe you are feeling like you're just tired of it. Um, in which case I want to encourage you to just keep running that race, or maybe you might be feeling like you're just too far gone and you'll have to start over next year. And um, I just want to say, no, stop it. That is not true. Whatever it is, if it's that you told yourself you were going to eat healthier and now you're not, and here comes the holidays, that does not have to be the case. You can decide, okay, you know, I know I haven't done wonderful yet, and I know I'm probably going to enjoy some holiday treats, but I can choose to add a side salad to my lunch every day for the rest of the year. Or I can choose to blank whatever healthy habit you're working on, right? Or maybe it's a project you've been working on. Maybe let's say you wanted to write a book and you ideally would be finishing up and you would maybe be hitting 100,000 words and you are at like 30. It may not be realistic to say that you're gonna finish out the year with the rest of those 70,000 words completed, but 
but maybe you can get 10,000 more done. Whatever it is that you have set out for yourself to do, you're in the home stretch, keep going, keep working, keep fighting. Whatever it is you are working on in your character and your faith life, sometimes it gets really hard and I totally understand that. But I just, again, I just really wanted to encourage you to hang in there, keep going, keep working on it, keep fighting. You are never alone in that and it is absolutely going to be so worth it. If you want to keep in touch with me between now and the next episode, which again is our big Christmas episode for the year, you can always find me on my blog, authorskbell.com. You can also find me on YouTube where I am the Christian Bookworm. And you can find me as Author SK Bell on Twitter and Pinterest and as SK Bell on Goodreads. I'll be praying for you this week, and I think that is just about everything. I hope you have a great day today, Bookworms, and I hope that at some point involves you curling up with a good book. See you next time. Mm-hmm.